From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Wednesday, July 20th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. The United Nations declares a famine in parts of Somalia and asks for help. One aid worker says concerns about aid reaching terrorists are overblown. There are 10 million people living in Somalia. There are not 10 million terrorists living there. A tiny number comparison to the the broad population. And yet somehow they all seem to have to suffer. And later in the program, skepticism about Germany's nuclear phase-out. I don't believe in it until all nuclear plants are shut down. These stories and more coming up. BBC News with Marianne Marshall. The Irish Prime Minister, Enda Kenny, has launched an unprecedented attack on the Vatican for encouraging Roman Catholic bishops not to report suspected paedophile priests to the police. Addressing the Irish Parliament, Mr Kenny said a recent report into sex abuse allegations showed, as he put it, the dysfunction, elitism and narcissism that dominate the culture of the Vatican to this day. Mark Simpson reports. Historically, the Catholic Church has been revered in Ireland, not least by successive Irish governments. Not anymore. The Prime Minister, Enda Kenny, said the Church's handling of child sex abuse scandals had been deplorable. He accused the Vatican of deliberately playing down the rape and torture of children in order to try to protect its reputation. Mr Kenny said the relationship between the Church and the State in Ireland would never be the same again. The British Prime Minister, David Cameron, has defended his integrity to a special session of Parliament called to debate the phone-hacking scandal, which has rocked the police, the political establishment and the media empire of Rupert Murdoch. Mr Cameron said that, with hindsight, he wouldn't have employed a former newspaper editor, Andy Coulson, who was arrested over the hacking allegations earlier this month. If it turns out I've been lied to, that would be a moment for a profound apology. And in that event, I can tell you I will not fall short. My responsibilities are for hiring him and for the work he did in Downing Street. Mr Coulson, who resigned in January, denies any wrongdoing. The leader of the opposition Labour Party, Ed Miliband, said Mr Cameron had repeatedly ignored warnings about Mr Coulson and should apologise now. The United States says it will allow its aid to be sent to famine-affected areas of Somalia, controlled by the Islamist al-Shabaab militia, as long as none of it is used to benefit the militants. An official with the American agency USAID said it would need the assurance of the United Nations that the aid wouldn't be taxed by al-Shabaab, which controls the regions affected by famine. The BBC Africa editor says this represents a big change in policy for the US, which has previously refused to send aid to areas controlled by al-Shabaab. The president of the European Commission, José Manuel Barroso, has warned that history will judge Europe's leaders harshly if they fail to find a solution to the current financial crisis. Speaking before a meeting of Eurozone countries on Thursday, Mr Barroso said that the consequences of inaction would be felt throughout Europe and beyond. He urged the leaders to put aside any thoughts of negativity and self-interest. Leaders need to come to the table saying what they can do and what they want to do and what they will do not what they cannot do or will not do. That is what I ask from them. I urge all the leaders to show the ethics of European responsibility. World news from the BBC. 
Intense fighting has continued around the eastern Libyan town of Brega as rebel fighters seek to expel forces loyal to Colonel Gaddafi. Brega, an important oil centre, has changed hands several times during the five-month-old conflict. On another front of the war, rebel forces in Misrata in western Libya say NATO air support has allowed them to advance further against government forces. The authorities in Guinea have arrested dozens of soldiers following a rocket attack on Thursday on the residence of President Alpha Conde. At least 37 men have been detained, including senior officers. A BBC record reporter in Guinea says most of those arrested belong to the presidential guard of the former military ruler, General Sekouba Konate, who ceded power to Mr Conde after elections last year. Mr Conde was unharmed in the attack. The Kenyan authorities have burned five tons of confiscated ivory to highlight the